Hello, you're listening to Making It Count, a podcast that provides practical financial advice for every stage of life with a twist. We're your hosts, Christina and Will. We aren't financial experts. We're just like you, aka trying not to stumble our way to financial success. That's where our money smart friends come into the equation. You see what I did there, Will? Yes. I guess we need to add a bad pun disclaimer to our show description. Well, as long as we add a reality TV spoiler disclaimer as well. I'm there for that. You'll want to stay tuned for fun guest interviews, discussions around money taboos, and apparently corny jokes and Real Housewives references. Mm -hmm. That is so perfectly us. So together, let's make make it count. everyone and welcome back to making it count i'm really excited about today's topic christina it's a really good one it is all of ours are really good but this one's going to be something we've never talked about before so i'm really excited and we're talking about healthy and eco-friendly living but on a budget yeah we've talked a lot about budgeting but the eco-friendly part is something that's super important a cnbc story from last year said that 80 percent of americans were willing to change their behavior to address climate change that is a high number i'm very surprised by how high that number is right i am yeah (laughs) considering it feels like all we really do is just like complain about the paper straws and like yes do nothing else like there's very little (laughs) that anyone's really doing but the paper straws and i feel like the paper straw thing wasn't about saving the environment but saving the turtles oh it's all about the turtles like (laughs) it's all about the turtles i was at lunch yesterday with a friend and he's like save the turtle and then like it melted into the drink (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so christina what do you do to live more eco-friendly? Oh, well, I knew you were going to ask me this and you are just going to, mm, I'm not going to get an A plus on this one. Oh. And you know how much I want that A plus. You know, you, I do. Okay. So here's what I do do. Okay. I don't do the grocery shopping. You know that. Mm-hmm. Mark does all the grocery God shopping. God bless Mark. Good God for you, Mark. Mark. So I feel like I can't insist on he use reusable bags. So he still uses the plastic ones at the store, but we collect them and we take them back to the pub to Publix and we recycle them. So those get recycled. So we do that. I hope they get recycled. What else? Oh, my gosh. Oh, when we used to live in this townhouse that didn't have recycling, we would actually take the recycling to the recycling center because I just couldn't. I couldn't not recycle. I don't know. That's like my big thing. I we recycle every everything that we possibly can and and. I think that's that's my that's pretty good. That's not bad. I think you're doing pretty good. Okay. I mean, Mark definitely needs to get on the reusable bag I know, train. I know. And like you get reusable bags from like the weirdest places now. Like Everywhere. like retail stores will give you a reusable bag like at malls like Lululemon gives you a reusable bag every time you're there. Are you sp- is this hashtags Lululemon sponsorship? <laughs> no, I just go there a lot. Um, <laughs> you should just send them this and tell them that you should get sponsored. But I use those bags to go shopping. Like yeah. I don't buy like you don't have to buy additional bags. Like you get reusable bags everywhere. I know. What um, about you? So are you going to get an A plus? I don't know if I'll get an A plus. I think one thing that I do that I've been doing for like almost a year now is meal prepping for lunches you are every so day. Good at that. So like my breakfast is at home. My lunch is meal prepped. And so I, to me, like that, that has helped a lot just health wise. And then also reducing consumption going out and all the mm-hmm. you know single use plastic that you get going out. You also put else. your stuff in like a glass container and you use like silverware yep. over. And so like, I think that even is a big step mm-hmm. in being yeah. more eco-friendly. Yeah, it's just like the little things. Recycling is a tough one where I live. They don't recycle. See? Yeah. Ha ha! It's a I'm tough better one. better than you! Yeah, but... <laughs> 
But no, okay. you, you win. You win on the It'll the meal prep stuff because we. I will be honest. I'm I'm gonna confess. We use way too much plastic in our house. Like do you too do much plates? single. Do you do paper plates? We do paper plates. <gasps> We do single. You have a dishwasher, Christina. I know, but and I by feel the way, like... dishwashers use a lot less water. Use your dishwasher. That's what they say. I don't know, but it's I'm a busy mom of you know two kids and and I work full time. It's That's a lot. Right. I don't have two kids. I I if I had two kids, I don't know that I'd be able to meal prep. If I had, a it's a cat, lot. I don't know that I'd be able to meal prep. <laughs> You'd make any excuse not to I, meal prep. Yeah, any extra responsibility in my life, it's just not going to work. <laughs> Well, we know that changing our behavior is the only way to get things done. And we have two terrific guests that are going to help us with that. We do. Our first guest is a returning champion of the podcast. Valerie, will you please remind our listeners who you are and what you do? Well, champion, I really hope I can live up to that one. (laughs) Um, My name is Valerie Moses. I've been with Edition Financial for about nine years, coming up in May, which is hard to believe. I'm a banking prodigy. I started when I was 11. (laughs) So I'm very excited to be here. And I work in Edition Financial's Community Engagement and Partnerships Department. Thank you, our champion, Valerie, for coming in. We love having you on the show. So thank you so much. And I am thrilled about our second guest, who is here for the first time. First time. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Her name is Renaya Jones, and she is a UCF Tracks athlete. Renaya, please introduce yourself. Oh, wait, and before you do, go Knights. Charge on. <laughs> okay, so obviously my name is Renaya. Um, I'm a student athlete at the University of Central Florida. I have a lot of accolades, but I'm going to keep it short. One of my best ones. So I am the AAC conference champion in the 100-meter hurdles. Wow. I'm also the NCAA runner-up in the 100-meter hurdles at the NCAA Outdoor Championships. And lastly, I was Olympic trials qualifier. So those are just my top things. Keep it low. Just a few. Yeah, just a couple. And thankfully, I'm partnered with Edition Financial as their official athlete. That's incredible. That's super exciting. Man, how Christina, how fast it? do you run? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Am I going to like the grocery store to get ice cream? I'm going to run much faster for that. Well, thank you guys both for joining us today. And oh my gosh, Will, you have the first question. It's probably because you complained so much last time that you didn't. Why is it? Producer Lawrence <laughs> just like nodding her head in agreement. <laughs> Just getting attacked. All right. So my first question is for Renaya. So Renaya, how important is it to have a budget as a college student and how do you manage your budget? So when you don't have a lot of money to spend, having a budget makes it less likely that you'll overspend. It helps make me mindful about what I'm doing with my money and where it's going. So a lot of students want to prioritize supporting companies that are eco-friendly and budgeting is an important part of that. Ethically produced items may be more expensive than other products, but it's super, super great to support the environment. And personally, Truebill, it's an app that I have on my phone. It keeps a list of what subscriptions that I have and what date that it's due. And it keeps me aware of what's necessary when I'm spending things. Nice. All right, Valerie, the next question is for you. There's a lot of pressure to buy the newest, the greatest thing, but that's not always budget friendly or eco friendly. I know like whenever the latest iPhone pops up, everybody has to go get it. But then what happens to your old one, you know? So what can people do to be more eco friendly consumers? That's such a great question. And that is really difficult in today's in today's society to not buy the first thing that comes out and I know for me personally, I can be very tempted by that section in Target where there are all the discount items, but they add up. They take up a lot of space in your home. 
And I'm really trying to take on more of a minimalist approach with a lot of that. So living in this consumer-driven economy, it means that the focus really is on buying all the new things, but sometimes we don't need that. So really, I think focusing on changing your mindset around that and really focusing on reducing what you need to buy and thinking about, do I really need the newest thing or can I refurbish what I have? And being a little bit more mindful about that. And from a budgeting perspective, what I like to think about when I'm purchasing a new item, something that my dad taught me when I was making minimum wage in college, was to think about also how many hours of work is it going to take to purchase the item that I want to buy? And sometimes thinking about it in terms of the work that it takes makes me think, wow, I really don't need this. I don't need this taking up space in my home and I don't need to waste my money on it. So it kind of helps you out kind of twofold a little bit with not being so wasteful and um, saving your money as well. Christina basically works all morning for her lunch that she goes and buys. I know. That's <laughs> so true, though. That's so true. If you put it into that perspective, because, man, I make it one confession, Will, and you really like to rub it's it in my face. It's because you have, like, it's usually like, Will doesn't own a home. Will doesn't have this. Will doesn't. And then, <laughs> and then so I've got to find, like, the one thing that I can, like, ha. My name is I put Christina some food in the and, I, and I eat out too much. You. I know. I know I do. But you're you're like 100 percent right. And think about like what Valerie was saying, how much work it took for me to like, what if I got a Starbucks that morning? That's like six dollars. And then I go and eat lunch. That is like a twenty dollar day like mm -hmm. that. Could, like it's uh, I know it's so true. Renee, do you have anything in your house? And I know you're a college student. Do you have anything that like Oh, man, this is like I, sh I didn't really need this. Like, why did I do that? Um, I would definitely say like my freshman year when I first had money for myself, you know, getting back stuff from financial aid and stuff. I spent a lot of money on things that I didn't really need, but I was just like trying to do this to satisfy myself. So probably just even having my first MacBook, like I really wanted that so bad and I didn't really need it. But um, a whole bunch of snacks and food for myself. It feels like it though. When you're, when you're a freshman, it feels like you need it though. Oh my, yeah. really? And you know, yeah. I still have it now, so I'm super grateful for it. But I was just like, I could have bought something that was way cheaper than this. And all I do was like my papers and stuff on it. So like, what? <laughs> but you know, I'm here for the aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Valerie, do you have something you're like, man, did I really need to get that? It, for me, it's stationary and then clothing. Yes. I have too much of all of both. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. So, Renaya, as an athlete, healthy eating must be a priority for you. But that can be difficult on a budget because processed foods are typically cheaper. So what are some things that people can do to eat healthy meals on a budget? So if you can buy in bulk, even as a student, you might be able to go with your friends or your roommates and see if they have a Costco membership, even your family, see if they have something. That's a great way to stock up on healthy food and snacks without overspending. You know, nobody wants to do that. Uh, but buying generic foods is a good way to save on healthy food, too. They're often identical to the name brand, but much less expensive. You don't need name brand foods to eat healthy. And Personally, I'm still working in this area of life, but you know, it's always going to be less expensive to cook at home than it is to order Postmates or Uber Eats, DoorDash, whatever you prefer. It's easier to eat healthy when you cook extra and have leftovers for lunch the next day. I know. Yeah. I feel like that was written for me. I feel attacked. Here's me another too. thing. Christina, Christina <laughs> doesn't do grocery shopping. So Mark, this is a tip for you. Oh. Aldi. Aldi. I know. And we have two Aldis near us. It is not a joyful experience. I'll put it this way. They took all the joy out of grocery shopping <laughs> at Aldi. But it is crazy cheap. Like I the know. amount of money you spend for how much you get. I had a cart full of groceries. Would have been like 120 bucks at Publix. 
$60. Yeah, but like, like Renaya was saying, Sam, we just, we finally got a Sam's membership. Holy cow, I can get so many more fruits, vegetables, meats, like so much less expensive mm-hmm. from going to a, a Sam's or a Costco or any of those things, mm-hmm. for sure. Wait, what? Any of those Costco, <laughs> Sam's, any of those things? I was going to say, when I was younger, um, my family used to go to Sam's memberships all the time. They used to get like so much stuff. Like Sam's has so many bulk items that they literally have like a cart, like not like a Walmart cart or anything, but like a like, like a actual, double wide. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like this stuff, this place is so big. When I was little, like I, I grew up in a large family and it was the same thing. I didn't know that peanut butter came in a jar smaller than like a gallon. <laughs> I didn't know that you could buy just one loaf of bread. I like I hadn't I didn't have this concept. And then like I would go to my grandma's and she'd have like a five ounce thing of mustard. And I'd be like, where did you get that? <laughs> where did you get this miniature mustard? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Valerie, what are some simple food habits that will help us to live a more eco-friendly life? You know, that's such a great question. I think a lot of times when it comes to our food intake and the environment, we think about, you know, I have to go vegan in order to protect the environment and that I have to make all of these changes to completely reduce my carbon footprint. And oftentimes I think that keeps us from making changes at all in our lives to be a little more eco-friendly. So something that we can do is maybe eat a little bit less animal product or less meat. And so one example of that might be doing a meatless Monday or committing yourself to not eating animal products before a certain time of day or on weekdays or something like that. Whatever is going to be sustainable for you, but looking for ways to kind of change your mindset around that, being mindful of what you eat in terms of the environmental impact. I think even recognizing that what you're eating does have an environmental impact is important. Um, And you can apply this concept to really any area of consumption. So um, reduce the amount of single-use plastic that you use in the grocery store using those tote bags that we talked about or getting those mesh produce bags so that you're not putting the produce in the plastic. I think that can be a big change that we're not really recognizing even if we have the tote bags. That's a big one. Like, And honestly, even if you don't have your tote bag, just hear me out. Just take the produce, put it in your cart. It will survive until you wash it. Like the cashier looks at you a little crazy for a minute. We got like some lemons (laughs) rolling around, but like it really is ridiculous to put it in a bag for five minutes and then take it home. It's silly. So yes, definitely. And then also, even when we are eating meat, you know, looking at maybe pasture raised meat um, from ethical suppliers, locally, um, locally fed or grass fed. I think that's, that has a better environmental impact. And then as far as even just reducing that carbon footprint in other areas of our lives, even just looking at our transportation, you know, you don't have to walk to work every day or anything like that, but maybe looking into carpooling or if you have good public transportation in your city. For those of you in Central Florida, I took the SunRail recently to downtown Orlando. It was amazing. I got to watch Netflix (laughs) Um, going into downtown Orlando at rush hour. Not something you can do safely on the interstate. Not that that has not happened because I'm sure it has, but not safe. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, looking into these different ways that you can make these small changes, you don't have to take public transportation every day or anything like that, but just being a little bit more mindful of how your daily habits may have an impact on the environment and the world around you. All right. So continuing on the the thought that Valerie started with, like going vegan, planning out what you're going to do and being purposeful with it. Renaya, how important is it to plan your meals when you're trying to be healthy on a budget? You know, as an athlete, you find that there's other athletes always meal planning. It's super important to watch what you're eating. And 
The first reason is that it reduces the chances that you'll grab something super sugary or fatty when you're hungry because you always have healthy foods available. The second reason is that it helps to reduce food waste. If you take the time to think about what you're eating all week and buy the food you need to make everything, you can eliminate food waste and use everything by the time you're ready for your next trip to the grocery store. Planning your meals also helps reduce impulse buying at the grocery store. When you know what you're buying ahead of time, it's super easy to resist the middle aisles where all the processed foods are. So, Renaya, you are star athlete. What does your refrigerator look like? Oh, please. please. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to be in the conversation about it, but I am also a victim of eating out too much, you See? know. <laughs> See? So my refrigerator has a lot of like leftover food and stuff from eating out, but I have a lot of choices when it comes to snacks and just little meals. Um, it really helps at my university that we have a student athlete dining center. We call it Garvey. And I'm able to eat lunch there all the time. So, you know, I can't really make my own food all the time. But it's nice that they have that available for us. They have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, wow. I really use it for lunch. But other than that, when I can, if my roommates are making something, I'm like, hey, like, can I get a little bit? <laughs> and they're always helpful to um, help me out, you know, give me a piece of their meal or whatever. So just those little things help when being a student athlete. I can only imagine it's tough to, like, try and, like, meal plan and go to school and do everything else. Because, like I said, yes. I have one responsibility to my plate, and that meal plan's out the window. Like, <laughs> There's only so much I can handle. But then food is fuel. And you being a star athlete, like you got to really be mindful of what you're consuming. No, it's very true. You know, we always get the talks constantly. We have um, Wednesday meetings and we literally have our nutritionist come in there. And she always tells us how important it is for your carbohydrates, your proteins. Um, there's something else, but I definitely forgot. <laughs> and just making sure that you have everything that you need to fuel yourself for your practice and your weightlifting. All right, Valerie, this is what gets me about moving to more eco-friendly life. And you kind of already touched upon it. I feel like I have to like jump off the bridge and do it all like, but it's not like that. So is it how does someone like me who feels like I have it's all or nothing? Like, what can I do instead to really get myself going into like a much more eco-friendly lifestyle? I think recognizing that we don't have to reduce our carbon footprint to nothing, that we we live in the world and it's not going to be realistic for most of us to give up our cars and to change every single thing in our lives, but instead focusing, I think, on what we can change. So some examples of this, um, you know, we talked about the reusable bags in the grocery store, but single use plastic is a really big one. And I'm guilty of that. I'm drinking out of a plastic water bottle right now, but um, bringing our reusable drinkware with us where we go so that, you know, having your turvis or your, um, you know, have, having drinkware with you that you can reuse and refill is a really good example of that. Um, another example of this, I always used to hear this as a kid. This was not something that we did in my household, but a lot of people will run the water while they're brushing their teeth. And simple things like that, that's a minute or two minutes, depending, hopefully two minutes. Um, if the kids are listening, two full minutes. Exactly. That you could be not running the water and not wasting that. Um, you know, look, looking at where we can reduce. Another example of this, an eco-friendly blogger that I follow uses these um, flour sack towels. You can purchase these towels to clean things up in your home instead of using paper towels for everything. Um, she cuts them up into maybe four different towels and using them to clean surfaces and things like that. 
Um, certain things you may still want to have paper towels, but for other things, we can have things in our house that we can reuse, wash, and you know, again, use again. Um, another example too, I think is to focus. Sometimes we have to invest a little bit more in something that's going to last us a little bit longer. So it may not be as budget friendly right away, but I have been perfectly guilty of this. I'm sure everybody has of the fast fashion and buying the thing from, I won't name any stores, but buying the thing that ends up, you know, ripping in the wash pretty quickly, that doesn't really hold up instead, maybe investing a little bit more money in quality clothing. That's going to last me a lot longer. Lululemon. (laughs) (laughs) I love my Lululemon and that has definitely lasted. I have gym shorts that have lasted like five years and they don't stink. I'm just, again, I'm just. (laughs) But it's true. I mean, not I, I am perfectly guilty of that too. I'm the one that's going to the back of the store, the clearance section. I'm finding things. I'm trying to make them last as long as they can because I am the F word. I'm frugal. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, you're right. If I just spent, I do find that the clothing I do spend a little bit more on do last longer in the wash and last longer. They don't fade as fast and things like that. So yeah, that's a, that's a big one. And Renaya, even though she called herself out and said, I bought an Apple product and didn't need to buy an Apple product. They do typically last longer. It is true. And that's not because I'm married to somebody who works there. (laughs) (laughs) They do typically last longer. Like I've had my MacBook for like 10 years and it's still going because all I did on it was write papers. So (laughs) (laughs) nothing crazy, but they last. Yeah. All right, Renaya, what are some eco-friendly swaps that college students or really anyone can make in their living space? So I can also say this is something that I want to be more conscious of. But, you know, just take the time out out of your day just to research if you're buying any toxic cleaning products. You know, Um, you should try to make the swap to environment friendly products because it's really meaningful to the environment. It's super important if you can in ways to figure out what ways that you can, you know, just be better towards the environment. It's a good idea to stick to sustainable fabrics. When you buy sheets and clothing, these products are sometimes more expensive. But like I said, they're better for the environment and better made and longer lasting. You know, you always want to try to make your things last longer when you can. I would also recommend trying to use less electricity and less water. This is something that can be in conscious effort when everybody actually puts the work in to do it, that it'll affect the environment to make it a better place. But it's as small as plugging everything into a power strip and turning it off when you can, or just when you're leaving, turning off, unplugging any little simple appliances that you can. My friend's dad did that. Anytime that he wasn't using something, he would unplug it. Like he'd unplug the TV, he'd unplug the coffee maker, he'd unplug the, like anything, like anything. And he would save so much electricity that way. I'm way too lazy to do that. But it's true. Like you can't just going around unplugging things. I didn't think it would be that much of a difference. But yeah, apparently that's a big difference. Yeah, you would think because they're off, like, okay, right. it's not using any electricity. But when but it you is. really unplug it, you see what's going on. Yes. <laughs> I think the one that I find myself guilty as of like is like a, a charging cord and it's just plugged in, not charging anything. Oh, I'm so <laughs> guilty of that too. We well, have a whole like, charging station in my house and there are all these cords that aren't plugged into anything. Well, and then there's like everyone's got one by their couch. Let's just be honest. Yes. Everyone's and got one. The-, the cord's like tucked between your cushion and your little armrest. <laughs> yeah, don't even want to move it. <laughs> so yeah, you there- can like reach it on, you know where it is. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole campaign, um, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago where they were they were calling them vampires because they're literally sucking out the energy. And it's something that I certainly did not think about as well with my little power strip having the whole thing, everything is plugged yeah. into. Now you can just do one of those smart things and just be like, Alexa, turn this on. But still, it's running power. Oh, man. 
there's so many like little things that we could do that you really have like no idea until it's brought up to your attention. All right. So you've both given our listeners so many fantastic ideas to live a healthier and more eco-friendly life. But now it's time for our rapid fire round. Are you ladies ready? So ready. Super pumped. Nice. (laughs) She's going to be fast. So watch out, Val. You're going to you really need to get on this. All right. Will, you are going to get us started. All right. So my questions are for Valerie. Composting has become really popular. How can people who don't own a house incorporate composting into their routine? So it's easy to find a countertop composter to collect your food scraps. You can also use compost to fertilize plants in your apartment, which is pretty cool if you're someone like me and you got a lot of house plants during the pandemic. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's also a really great app out there called Share Waste. Um, and you can find out who in your area actually accepts compost and bring your compost out to them, which I thought was really cool if maybe you don't want to do it at home or you don't have the capacity. Man. I do not have a green thumb. I have a black thumb. So <laughs> I would definitely have to donate my composting you to someone home. else. Yeah, but I mean, I still can't grow anything. What are you? You could co- compost. I could, but I just, I'm not going to use it. I'd have to give it to somebody Stick else. Stick behind your swimming pool that I haven't been invited to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this time I get to talk to Renaya. So, Renaya, my questions are for you. What is a way that we can reduce spending that we haven't mentioned yet? So, when I can, I buy secondhand items. It's possible to find lightly worn or sometimes even new clothes at secondhand shops. One of my go-tos is Plato's Closet. Um, I go there with my roommates sometimes. We just go pick out things that we want, um, especially for game day. You know, sometimes you want like a top that you can cut up and stuff like that, DIY. Love doing that. Um, But you can also do it for so many things like small kitchen appliances, books, all kinds of things for the fraction of a new item. I think a great example is like renting your textbooks instead of buying brand new ones, especially with how much they cost. Oh, yeah. I went thrifting yesterday. You did? Yeah. Plato's did you Closet get anything? Great. Yeah, I did get a couple things. Nice. Yeah. Um, Plato's Closet is great. Deco's is also great if you're in the Central Florida area. And Avalon Exchange. Look at you. Yeah, I really love cool that. Places. I love donating items because I, I love teaching my kids that donating an item is reducing, re- you know, reducing the impact to the environment because you're giving it a second life. So mm-hmm. that's really great. All right, this one's just for fun, Valerie. What's the biggest bargain you ever found at a secondhand or vintage shop? So I've done a lot of vintage shopping in some of the antique shops. I really love downtown Sanford and downtown Deland for that. But I have to say the best thing I've found in one of these stores is one that I didn't buy and I'm still thinking about it years later. It is a t-shirt with a Christmas pug on it. And in gold glittery text, it says hashtag selfie. I'm still thinking about that shirt. And it's it's the one that got away. And if I ever see it on Amazon, I'm going to purchase it. I've gotten really amazing gifts for people in all these vintage shops. But I have to say that is the item I always think about. Not expected. I love this. She said it's the one that got away. <laughs> Renai, we've talked a lot about recycling today, but still some people don't recycle. What would you tell those people? Like, why should we recycle? So we've been putting a lot of emphasis on just being kinder to the environment. And it's not really any more difficult than throwing things away in the garbage. You know, I think sometimes people aren't sure what's recyclable and what isn't. But a lot of that information is available online once you get used to it. It's easy. And, you know, a lot of recycling bins have instructions listing on what it is like that you can throw away. So it just takes two seconds out of your day just to see what you can and what you can't recycle. I think a, a good tip is those boxes. You always have to remove like the tape on them. Don't leave the tape on. If it's plastic tape, you want to remove that. 
All right, Valerie, Americans use way more paper than any other country. What's a quick way to reduce paper waste? Switch to paperless billing. We don't need paper oh, statements. Love wow. that. Chances are you're already getting the emails anyway. So just switch to paperless. The environment will thank you. Your financial institution will thank you. Your credit card companies will thank you. And you won't be having papers piling up in your home. I also wanted to add on to that. I feel like um, a lot of the times when I'm buying stuff in the stores, you know, they'll ask you if you, you like if you want your receipt or not. And you'll see like the machines still print out the paper and they just throw it away. And it's just like, I feel like these machines should be updated to ask whether or not you want to print out the paper before it's even printed. You know, some conscious saving. Yes. Yeah, I've seen some places switching to more of that. And it's also yeah. like a reason. Or you like, get an e-receipt. Like yeah, yeah. Like, um, oh, my God. At Lululemon. <laughs> See, uh, I think you're seriously trying to get them to sponsor you. I well, sure, I love it. Um, they actually like the reason they take your phone number is not even for like a rewards program. Unfortunately, it's literally just so that like they have your preference saved, so that they just email your receipt every single time. They don't even ask; it's just done. So I agree, it's a good one. Or the anti person that does that, which was it CVS? I think it's CVS that CVS. mail that like prints oh my out gosh. the like the <laughs> yard long receipt with all these coupons you're never gonna use. Like oh, that drive. I'm with you. Like that drives me bonkers. Like and I'm just gonna throw it away. Like yeah. totally unnecessary. All right, Renaya, you get the last question, but a fun question. <laughs> so what is your favorite affordable healthy snack? Okay, so my go-to all the time, whether it's um, just chilling out, whether I'm finished lifting or just chilling out of track meet, you know, I really enjoy Nature Valley's almond um, bars. For the audience, this is an affordable snack, but for me, I'm able to get them at our fuel station for the free ski. <laughs> <laughs> those are really good. I they love are. those. Yes, those are always stocked in our pantry at home. All right, now it's time for some guest promotions, and we're going to start with Renaya. Addition Financial is partnering with Renaya to help college students become financially literate early in life. So, Renaya, what can you tell us about your partnership with Addition Financial? So, for one, I am so thankful to be partnered with Addition Financial because it's so important to be knowledgeable on these topics such as budgeting and having your finances in order. And I'm happy I get to share this information with other college students. But for anyone who wants to reach out to me, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter, my handles are Renaya Jones. So, if you don't know how to spell my name, that's on you. But if you want to see what I'm posting about, then that's there for you. <laughs> Perfect. So Valerie, you know the drill. You've been here before. How can our listeners find you online? Well, you can always reach out to me via email at vmoses at editionfi.com or reach out to me on LinkedIn. We also check out the Edition Financial website, editionfi.com or at the Edition FI on pretty much any social media platform. And Valerie has her own podcast. So I would love for you to, to promote that. That would be lovely. I um, I host a podcast called Wellness and Wanderlust. We're on all of the major podcast platforms, or you can find us at wellnessandwanderlust.net. And I would love to see some of the Making It Count listeners pop over there. Just so um, another thing, being partnered with Addition Financial, um, I'm helping other college students make their own debit card accounts, credit card accounts, whatever it may be. And you get an additional $100 if you do sign up. So I do have a landing page. Um, the link is additionfi.com slash RJ. So you want to make you a card, Addition Financial? Go ahead. <laughs> Well, thank you both so much for joining us. It has been such a fun episode. Yes, thank you both so much. Of course. Thank you for having us. All right, Will, it's time for our favorite segment we call 
What did we learn today? Okay, I'll go first. So our guests were super great. And I think the thing that I learned today is I really have to stop as much of my single-use plastic consumption. And also what Valerie was saying about like just eliminating it one day, like the meatless Mondays or don't have any because we're trying we're trying to do less red meat at our house. So we're doing more white meat, but like maybe don't do meat until dinner time. Like it really like I'm that person that's like, well, I need to like go gangbusters on what I need to do when I go after something. So I think little baby steps will make a big impact. So that was really great to hear. I agree. You should do all. OK. <laughs> What I know, there was a lot of great advice today. I think for me, I need to make a more conscious effort to recycle better. But I also think to your point, you mentioned, I think we talked about it a couple times, being smart about recycling, because if you do not recycle properly or you are throwing like especially tape on boxes or like food in boxes, things like that. Like you can't recycle pizza boxes. No, can't do it. Um, So to me and the thing is, if they find that they typically just throw out the whole bunch. Like Mm -hmm. it's not even like no one's going through the one by one. So whatever you're recycling, just know like they're just going to toss the whole thing. So I need to be better about that. Well, at the end of every episode, we like to provide our listeners with a resource that they can use to make it count in their lives. So, Will, what's our resource today? Well, not to toot our own horn here, but it's a past episode of Making Account featuring (gasps) none other than Valerie Moses. Nice. In it, she gives listeners a crash course on college finances. Perfect. So all of the new listeners that we got because they want to hear awesome Renaya on our podcast, go check that one out because it's a really great episode. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time on Making It Count. And that's a wrap on this episode of Making It Count. If you learned something new, were inspired to reach your financial goals, or just found us entertaining, please subscribe, share, or rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. And don't worry, we'll be back soon with another new episode of Making Making It Count. Count.